0: for Naughty by Nature! You're listening to the Big Sawara Podcast with Bones and Big Ben, presented by Sawara Sports. Welcome back to the Big Sawara Podcast with Bones and Big Ben. What's going on, Big Ben?
1: Bones, not much, dude. I'm just enjoying the uh, the D backs run at a current twelve and four right now. It's been a fun. Uh month so
0: to speak yeah it's been uh it's been very exciting big ben i'm a you know um I'm, I'm feeling extra extra jolly the this time of year given the d-backs hot start you know we got nhl and nba playoffs starting the draft coming up it's a great time of year the masters was two weeks ago like it's a great time to be alive big ben uh
1: great time to be a sports fan for sure
0: um and and not a, a not a terrible time to be an arizona sports fan because we're we got two damn good chances at getting high draft picks in the NBA and the NHL and the and the D-backs are looking good.
1: I know. Um speaking of, they are currently playing the San Francisco Giants in game 2 of a three-game series. I believe they are down 2-0 right now with Robbie Ray on the mound.
0: They are. Robbie Robbie looks like he didn't have his 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 A stuff tonight, maybe not his B stuff, but you know, only two runs, so you got to hope that the uh, the D-backs offense will, can come through even though the offense has been uh, a little bit stagnant. Uh, I agree. In the last few games.
1: Bones, before we get any further into the Arizona Diamondbacks, let's talk about the big blow to the pitching staff in the Taiwan Walker injury.
0: Let's talk about it, Big Ben. So, so so, give the people news. I'm sure everyone's heard by now, but if they haven't, what's going on with Taiwan? So basically, he's
1: uh, undergoing Tommy John surgery, unfortunately, to repair a partial tear um, of the UCL, uh, UCL or owner ligament which ryan i think you might know a uh, thing or two about don't you
0: i do big ben i've actually had two tommy john surgeries back from uh, my playing days in college so very familiar with this injury uh
1: um, great granted you weren't a pitcher but how long did it take for yes. you to heal and rehab so it's,
0: it's definitely going to be a, a longer rehab and throwing program for taiwan because he is a pitcher but uh Let's see the first surgery I had, it took me I had it in in February and I was back playing the that next February. So it took me about 10, 11 months to finish the throwing program and be back to where I was playing you know in the in, in fall or uh, you know the, the games leading up to the season the last you know few weeks before that. The second time around took me a little longer to come back. I still only I think I had it in March of my junior year. I came back and played in February the next year, but, uh, definitely didn't have the old cannon like I used to. <laughs> and actually, that's
1: kind of what I researched too. I saw the injury it kind of roughly takes, um, about a year to completely heal and rehabilitate, especially for pitchers.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I would say, I mean, even after a year, I mean, it, it, it was probably a good 18 months before I really felt good, um, towards the end of both of the, you know, those seasons after I'd had Tommy John is when I, Towards the end of the year and into that, that next summer, so about a year and a half is when I really started to feel like okay, my arm's back to where it, where it should be. So, I can only imagine Taiwan. We might not see him till the middle of next season, if then.
1: Uh, very frustrating. That definitely creates a huge hole in the pitching staff. So originally, um, Walker left his start against the Dodgers last Saturday with original like just tightness in the right forearm. It was originally placed on the 10-day DL. So now learning of this injury, I guess he'll miss uh, much more time than anticipated, like Bones was saying. That's right. But Bones, I'd actually like to get your take on this This tweet I saw from Gambo uh, today. Um, possibly blaming Lavello for the mismanagement, but um, this is what he said in this tweet. He said, <laughs> if a mistake was made by Lavello, it wasn't pulling Walker out of the game. The second they sensed trouble and said he stayed in, pitched to five more batters, throwing like 16 more pitches. We will never know for sure, but they said something was wrong, so he should have come out. What is your take on uh, Gambo's tweet
0: there? Well, Gambo's an idiot. Um, yeah, agreed. If if he if he felt a little tightness, a little something in there, um, and then pitched to a few batters after that, I mean, let me tell you something: he would have torn it eventually. Um, I mean, even you know, some people will try. Maybe it was partially torn, and then he fully tore it after those next few batters. We'll never know how bad it was, but. If it was on its way of going, it would have gone anyways at some point in the season, uh, unless he they, they caught it before it was a full tear, and then they maybe do some plasma and platelet shots in there. But that shit don't work, Big Ben. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, honestly, the best thing that could happen if you have this kind of injury is just have the surgery, rehab, come back, and come back stronger. Unless you're uh, yeah. unless you're Shelby Miller, then you're a big bitch. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely easy to sit back and
1: say that um, now after what happened. So. Uh, Take it or leave it, um, but with that said, who do you think is going to replace Tom Walker? I know a few names like Braden Shipley, Matt um, Koch, Chris Medlin, Albert Suarez. Were names I think Slotin it's around.
0: I think it's Matt Cook.
1: Cock. That's what I said. Matt Cook.
0: It's spelled like cock, Big Ben. I don't blame you for pronouncing it that way, but it's it's Cook. <laughs> I, I totally. I'm sure the names that that guy got called back in you know middle yeah. school, um, but uh, I, I think that they didn't they announce today it was going to be Matt Cook.
1: Uh, cock, you mean?
0: Oh, uh, e- either or. Oh,
1: God, yeah. Um, I guess I, I must have missed that, but uh, what do you think of that replacement? I know they're not sexy names by any means. Uh, even like with Shelby Miller, he's still a ways out from returning from his injury, possibly in June. Um, so do you think the D-backs kind of stick with Matt Cook, um, try and tough it out until... Shelby Miller returns, or do you think they make a trade? What is your.
0: Um, I think they try and tough it out with Matt Cook. I mean, obviously, he'll be sort of the back end of the rotation guy. Um, you know, the pitching staff's been great as it is, and, and, and Taiwan's been good, but not great, so I don't see them missing. You know, obviously, they'll miss Taiwan, but I, I think the way that they've been playing defense and, and swinging the bats for the most part and the way the bullpens pitch, I think that they'll be able to get through it. Who knows if Shelby's going to come back? I'm I'm not going to put any eggs in that basket, Big Ben. But I don't know. Maybe I mean here's what we talked about earlier. Remember the fact that we didn't sign JD, didn't spend a shit ton of money on on bringing somebody in. We we've got the the, the space to you know possibly bring someone in if need be. You know.
1: I agree. I think I think they kind of ride the train, like you said. Taiwan's. I mean, he's a good pitcher, but he's not. Amazing, so you don't need
0: to the He was the weakest of the five pitchers for sure. Of our five Agreed. starters. So yeah. I
1: definitely think they tough it out until the all star break. And then if they still don't have that number five, I definitely think they can trade
0: at the all star break. But Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, you gotta you gotta kinda see how, how it goes and if Matt's serviceable, you know, don't change, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it and see what happens if Shelby is able to come back or yeah, maybe you make a trade or bring somebody up from the minors who ends up having a you know a good first half of the year. Who knows? It's exciting though, Big Ben, because despite all these injuries, the D-backs are twelve and four and they're dominating. They're dominating. I
1: agree. Uh, speak, I mean, I'm hoping Matt Cock, you know, um, really just uh, kills it in that uh, fifth fifth spot in the rotation. Speaking of injuries, Bones, um, have you heard? Any, I do have some information, but have you heard anything on Souza and Lamb? And their return.
0: Uh, last I heard on Souza was that he had uh, swung in the cage or didn't, did some sort of simulated game and uh, experienced some soreness in there, and they kind of shut him down for a few days. and And I heard that Lamb was going to start throwing and hitting. I don't. Know, you, please enlighten me. because that, That's about the most the gist of what I've got. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, Lamb played, uh, I guess,
1: in the extended spring training game on Tuesday. Took a multiple at bats um, as a DH. Um, I think he's playing again tonight. Lavello I saw, stated that he'll play anywhere from five to seven innings. Lamb's saying his shoulder feels great, so that's pretty encouraging, I guess. Uh, With Sousa, kind of like you were saying, I guess he had a bit of a setback in rehab last week. Complained of discomfort in his right shoulder while performing throwing drills. Um, Like you said, he's in the cages taking BP. Still not sure when Sousa will begin throwing baseball, so the jury is still out on that.
0: Yeah, but Lamb's Lamb's shoulder was his non-throwing shoulder, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so, so I mean, hopefully, you know, I would think the the biggest concern for them would be maybe that shoulder involved in his swing, or, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't think that there would be much involved with it, you know, throwing motion and fielding, but I, I wouldn't know. But uh, it'll be good to get Lamb and Souza back to see how the lineup comes together, but right now it's sort of a next man up mentality for the D-backs, and, and they seem to be stepping up.
1: I agree. Like you said, it's crazy to look at our lineup and see our record. You don't think people like Descalzo and Dyson are going to be the ones kind of stepping in and carrying the team? But even Ahmed and Chris Owings. So it's great to see those guys step up and just get it
0: done. I mean, nobody besides Peralta. I don't think anybody's hitting over three hundred, so no one's nope. wowing or packing the stats. But it's more like a, each night it's somebody different, you know. And you gotta, I you agree. gotta love that, you know. I do. One it's night exciting it's
1: exciting seeing.
0: One night it's Descalzo. One night it's. We know it ain't Alex Avila, that's for damn sure. But, you know, yeah, one damn sure. one day it's John Ryan Murphy, you know, last week against the Giants. It's Pollock one night. Goldie even getting in on the action. It's like, who's going who's gonna to get you? I don't know. I know. Which,
1: which kind of leads me to my next little segment here of the D-backs, which is who's hot, who's not. So, Bones, who do you think is heating up right now and then just really stepping up for the D-backs?
0: Well, first off – you can't do a who's hot segment without mentioning Patrick freaking Corbin. The dude is on fire.
1: First on my list.
0: Let on me tell freaking fire. The dude last night throws a one hitter. Uh, a, a swinging bunt beats him. You know, only hit he gives up. Throws his first complete game shutout. Just, just the dude's The dude's been unreal this year. Unreal. I,
1: honestly, I think he's looking like an early Cy Young candidate this year. I know it's obviously only. And he's only pitched three, four games this year, but I mean the way he has been pitching, he's looking—he's looking like up to that stature as a top ten pitcher.
0: I mean, sure. Big Ben, Do the Diamondbacks have the best rotation in baseball? Top ten, right now. I mean, top right five. now, right now we've—we've got to have you know arguably has to, has to be the first sixteen to eighteen games of the year. We have to have the I think the best rotation in baseball. I mean, you have you have Granky. One and one, five two nine. You expect Granky to be better than that, and he will be. You have Ray two and zero high ERA, but it's it's Robbie Ray. He'll get into it, and then you have Godley, who's other than his last start against the Dodgers, when he you know kind of lost the feel for the zone, has been unhittable, and then you have Patrick Corbin, who um, Big Ben he's three and zero with a one six five ERA, thirty seven strikeouts and only twenty seven and one third innings, only five walks. It's I
1: mean it's amazing. I mean even last night. Uh he went to finish a complete game shutout, one hit, one walk, eight Ks. The dude's been playing freaking amazing. Um, so he's looking like his old, his old yeah, form. Yeah, like years looks like he's so. finally
0: recovered from, from surgery. It looks like he he's back. And I was uh, driving home today, and I heard the, the interview that he had with Gambo, and Gambo was talking to him about how, you know, this is his contract year. He'll be a free agent next year, and if he'd like to stay with the Diamondbacks. And it seemed like Patrick uh, was – Kind of enjoying the fact he's having a great year, and the fact that he might uh, he might Test demand a, he might he might demand some 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 big money come uh, come you know time of the off season if he keeps pitching like this. And he didn't he didn't make it too known that he wanted to stay with the D back so I don't know. Yeah,
1: which is a little scary, but yeah. we'll, we'll we'll deal with that
0: when the time comes. Well, so you so. D Backs gonna have to pay somebody, and so it's got to be Pollock or Corbin or extend Goldie. We'll see.
1: I know. But, um, so outside of Corbin. Uh, next on my list is Goldschmidt. Um, in the last seven games, he is nine for twenty-two, batting over four hundred with a couple dingers, and he's he's been heating up quite a bit, especially in that San Fran series in uh, San Fran.
0: He he's been heating up, Big Ben. I I still worry that he's he's striking out a lot. He's taking a lot of pitches. I don't like the fact that he. I mean it's good to see pitches and get your pitch, but he's letting a lot of pitches go that are very very hittable pitches early in the count and then he, he gets himself in a oh two one two hole and he's you know, he's still having a great week even behind in most counts, you know? I
1: agree. That's that's definitely nothing new though. Just it's so frustrating watching Goldschmidt at the plate. He's so good but he always seems to get down in that 1-2-0-2 count, which yeah. is
0: so frustrating. Just, just imagine how good of a hitter, how much of a better hitter he would be if he wasn't 0-2-1-2 all the time, if he, <sighs> if he was ahead most of the time.
1: Drives me crazy. But,
0: um, but what about Big Ben? What about unless he's, unless he's still on your list, what about David Peralta? Cause that dude,
1: uh, I figured that was a given. He's, he, the, he, he's the only guy that's been consistently good for the D-backs in the, in the first, what, 15 games?
0: Yeah, and he's just been a freaking pillar. At the front of the lineup. The dude gets on base. Uh, I think he leads the team in hits. Leads the team wins, in batting wins average. Wins the game for you last night. Yep. Leads the team in on-base percentage. I mean, the dude's a fire starter. He's come up with clutch hits. Uh, he's the freight train. And, he, and he's got it rolling right now, Big Ben. He,
1: he's definitely the, definitely the spark plug, let me tell you. Um, so he's hot, but you know who's not? Your boy, Alex Avila.
0: Oh, my. Did you did you read my article about Avila last week?
1: I, I, I did. <laughs> It was pretty funny.
0: I cannot stand that guy. I don't. I. 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 I mm, it's just a, a loss. A loss for words for for what that guy does on the baseball field it just pisses oh me my off. God.
1: Bones, let me hit you with some stats real quick. He's batting a treacherous 148 with one homer, two RBIs, and twenty seven at bats. Not to mention taking away that home run from Devin Marrero. Um, like what? His, what for, are you doing? He must have got looked like a deer in the headlights on the base.
0: First off, he's freaking 400 pounds, so um, he's not fast. Maybe he, maybe
1: he struggled to get to second.
0: Marrero, there was a guy at second, so it's like Marrero or uh, Avila. You're you're probably not tagging up and going to second because if that guy from second tags and goes to third, they're probably not going to throw him out. They'll probably throw you out at second. Um, so I don't know what he's doing going back to the bag, anyways, unless he was scared that. He wasn't gonna get back to the bag in time if the guy caught it because he's so fucking slow. I don't know, <laughs> but like I feel bad for Devin Morero because it's like, congrats, kid. You know, new to the D-backs, you hit your first ding dong, and then instead of a single, and then the freaking Cuban tater tot snatches it away from you like that.
1: Dude, I would say he owes Morero a couple fucking big fat steaks. I'm talking about thirty ouncer dude.
0: He he snatched that home run away quicker from Devin Morero than he does tater tots out of his wherever you get tater tots from.
1: I I, I agree with that. Faster than he grabs them out of the oven,
0: Big Ben. What was
1: that?
0: Faster than he grabs them out of the oven. There you go. Oh
1: no, my god. Um, who would you rather have? Avila or Chris Sherman?
0: Oh my god. Dude, that's like a that's like a would you rather that you can't answer. Like when someone asks you a would you rather about your like your mom and your dad, you know, would yeah, you rather yeah. it's, do this it's a, to your mom or have ask. this done to you by your dad? It's just like, dude, you you can't answer that. A zero, I I'll just die. Yeah,
1: it's a tough question to ask, and I can't imagine to try to answer it. So you know, um, we'll just we'll, we'll just leave it there. I guess. You know,
0: I I almost want to pick Chris Herman just because he at least plays multiple positions, but then I kind of look at it from this standpoint where then he's got like multiple positions to really suck dick at and really screw us up at. And it's just like more opportunities for him to get in the lineup. Whereas Avila is really only in there, you know, maybe 40% of the time. And so I don't, it's, it's, it's probably, I, I don't even, I don't, I think there is no answer to that big Ben. I don't, <laughs> there's no good answer. I'll tell you that. Um, this That's kind of the one
1: spot where I felt, the Dimebacks screwed up if you could pick any. I mean, obviously, they, they thought – I thought it would be a great acquisition. They thought it would be a great acquisition. Obviously, he hasn't performed. Not their, not, not, definitely not their fault. But um, I thought, you know, that's where we missed Chris and Ionetta uh, I there at the, at the plate. For sure.
0: Yeah. and I mean, it's like I would rather just put up with – I think we talked about this. Just put up with Mathis and John Ryan Murphy the whole time. I, mean, Mathis, I Mathis manages – sorry, my dogs are going nuts over here. Jeez, um, bones get down over there. <laughs> They're excited. They're excited. D backs are 12 and 4. Uh, watching the Preds game over here. They're getting all riled up. They're wrestling each other. They're ready to go. Um, but uh, now, now I forgot what he was even talking about. What, what, what was he talking about?
1: Um, talking about uh,
0: Murphy and Rutted Oh, yeah. At the yeah. I mean, Murphy's had a couple good hits. Pipe it down! Uh, Murphy's had some good hits. I mean, Mathis, you're, you're probably going to get around 200 from him, but he. He manages the squad, the, the staff really well. You know, it's like, I don't know. I. You, you can get better than Alex Avila, Big Ben.
1: I agree. I agree, Bones. Um, you know, you brought up NHL playoffs. Um, what's your take on what's been going on so far in the first round?
0: Well, Big Ben, um, I think it's fair to say you and I are, are big hockey guys. Uh, this is... I think no, there's nothing better than the NHL playoffs. I think if anybody says that any other playoffs is better, they've either, A, never been to an NHL playoff game or watched a game, or, B, they're just lying and being assholes. I, I just got chills
1: during the opening ceremony – or not opening ceremony, but the first game in Las Vegas. Those fans were so hyped, even, like, in Winnipeg, Nashville. It does not get better than playoff hockey, for
0: sure. Oh, dude, it's it's an atmosphere second to none, and, and players are going – Hard as f, and uh, you know it's it's just nothing better. There's not as much fighting. I mean, there's a lot more chippy play, but uh, not as you know, not as many you know one-on-one fights. But I mean, there's nothing better. Um, and, and I mean, the Vegas Golden Knights. What a story! Their first oh. you know inaugural season, and they make the playoffs, which is you know long shot as it is, and then they sweep the Kings in the first round.
1: I believe um, out of our Suero Sports staff, I was the only one that picked the Vegas Knights to get past the Kings in the first round, but I did have them winning uh, in Game 7, not sweeping, so that was definitely a, a shocking game, but like you were saying earlier, the games have been relatively competitive and pretty close, so it's
0: not like yeah. it was a terrible series. I mean, it was, uh, what, what I told you, it came down to the flower. Marc-Andre yeah. Fleury was, was just unreal between the pipes.
1: It's just the, the. It's just crazy to see the Vegas Knights first year in the league going head toe to toe with LA Kings and getting past them and sweeping
0: them. Let alone, um, I mean, so. and the Kings, you know, they've been there before. And Jonathan Quick has has won Stanley Cups and he played great in the series too. It's just his team couldn't freaking score on Flurry. You know, it's like know. sometimes you just got you have to gotta, you gotta tip the cap. Big Ben, when you're beat. That's
1: what, that's what matters in the playoffs. If you have a hot goalie at the right time, then you it can is, ride that goalie all the way to the
0: cup. That's what I try and tell the big toe. He's all about the offense. I'm like, dude, no. Goalies and defense, that's what wins no. you Stanley Cup championships. You get a hot goalie, you're winning. That's what happened that's last same, year.
1: Same thing for almost every sport. Baseball, if you have pitchers pitching at the right time, you're yeah. going to win. If NFL, your defense is hitting, you're going to win. In the, in the hockey, if your goalie is hitting – he can ride you to the Cup.
0: Yeah, so, so, so happened? Def-
1: defense and goalies.
0: I mean, last year the Predators, you know, rode Pecorine all the way to the Stanley Cup, and, you know, they got beat by a better goalie and a better team. But, I mean, they were in an eight seed in the Western Conference, and they went all the way to the Cup.
1: I agree. So, um, so for the most part, I feel like some of the series have been lopsided, but which, what is one series that you feel is intriguing and most interesting to watch in the first round here?
0: So, I'm really, really – Excited about the Blue Jackets and Washington Capitals series because, you know, A, I feel like everyone's always cheering against the Capitals to lose because they always get bounced in the first or second round, and it seems like it's always in heartbreaking, just ruthless fashion. And, what, they're down two games to one right now to Columbus, and all three games have gone to overtime. I mean, other than that series, I guess the Bruins Maple Leafs is another exciting one. Other than that, all the other series just seem, like you said, kind of, you know, one-sided.
1: I agree. I mean, I, I feel like we, uh, during, uh, for my article at least, um, we pretty much had similar picks. Uh, we definitely didn't have any crazy upsets. I did have the Maple Leafs beating the Bruins, but yep. Maple Leafs have looked a little shaky, though. Yep. I mean, Boston does lead 2-1, but we'll see kind of what happens. I believe they play tonight, don't they? No, tomorrow. 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 tomorrow,
0: yep. But, uh, so, no, yeah, I think we same picks. I had Boston over Toronto in, I think, seven games. And then I had – I have the I have the Blue Jackets beating the Capitals in seven. But yeah. other than that, I think – I mean, I had the Sharks beating the Ducks in seven games. And it looks like the Sharks may end up sweeping the Ducks. But other than that, it's gone pretty much to chalk, you know?
1: I know. So if results hold true, which second-round matchups? I know first round hasn't been too exciting, I guess, for the matchups, for me at least um, – but second round kind of offers a lot of exciting matchups. So which second round matchup, if the results hold true, are you most excited to watch?
0: Um, two matchups that I'm, I'm excited for is if, if results hold true, I can't wait for the Predators-Winnipeg Jets series. That's going to be a great series. Both teams can, can light it up, and, and both teams have good goalies. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. And, of course, the Preds got my boy P.K. Subban, so, you know, it's – I always love watching him. When the you know if the Yotes don't make the playoffs, then I become a Predators fan come playoff time. But uh, are you
1: are you wearing your PK Subban t shirt you ordered on Amazon? No,
0: uh, that t shirt. Uh, I believe got, you ordered it from Japan. <laughs> yeah, they came from China. It took like three weeks China. to get here, and it was like looked nothing like the picture of the t shirt I ordered. You know, I tried to call Amazon and return it, and call the company and return it, and yeah, the lady didn't speak English. She wouldn't offer a refund. Amazon said, no. Is there, is there a defect? I said, yeah, not even the same fucking shirt. And, uh, and I, I got nothing from it, Big Ben. But yeah. I did get redemption is I, I, I ordered another T-shirt.
1: Redemption!
0: Uh, <laughs> I ordered another T-shirt about a week ago um and i got it in the mail yesterday and it was the right t-shirt off of amazon right. just i, didn't, right.
1: is I it, didn't is it is it a pk
0: super no it's just it, it says smashville on it and then it's got a, a picture of a catfish on it so Ooh,
1: um, like it. yeah it's, it's even better
0: i'll even be better. i'll be sporting that at the bars big ben I like i'll be it. uh i'll be sport. maybe just sitting at the house while i watch it alone let's be sporting like that it. shirt but uh yeah Very i like good. i like the preds jet series and then uh if the If the Capitals manage to come back and beat the Blue Jackets, who doesn't love a a Pittsburgh Washington Capitals series? You know, Crosby Ovechkin. Who doesn't love that?
1: I agree. As much as I want the Blue Jackets to beat the Capitals, I would like you said I would love to see a Capitals Penguins second round series to make it a little more interesting and fun.
0: Who who's your dark horse, Big Ben? Who is a team who you know maybe you know when the playoffs started, people weren't picking to win the cup. Who you think might might be able to make a run?
1: So I, I believe. I mean, I was not really necessarily. I mean, my dark horse, my article is the Maple Leafs, but I just don't think they have enough to ride it to the cup. But I guess they're. I don't know. I, I don't. I think they're in the middle, upper middle of the pack. Uh, I want to say the Jets, though. I don't feel like a lot of people are talking about the Jets and how good they actually are. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the news is coming from like Nashville, Pittsburgh. Kind um, of kind of kind of so the, the, Jets. Yeah, under the Jets radar. Are
0: I mean, Hellbuck is good. They've got Line a and and Mark, what, Sheffley. And um, yeah, I think they were, what, second or Both third? In, yeah, second or third in points. Like, I I could totally see they're going to have to get past Nashville, but, you know, anything can happen in a seven game series.
1: I agree. I believe their goal is up for the Vezina. The, 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 Zina. The, Zina.
0: the Vezina. The
1: Vezina trophy. The Vezina. <laughs> So, you know, between Cox and Vesna, you know, I just, I can't get it right
0: tonight. Cox but, and Cox and um, yeah, so. i so. I think, I mean, I don't think that they're a dark horse, um, but I could see the, the Golden Knights with, if Flurry continues to play the way he does, I could see them, you know, beating the Sharks in the next round and then, you know, putting, you know, either giving the Jets or the Predators a run for their money.
1: I agree. It's definitely going to be an interesting second round for sure. Yeah. Um, Bones, let's switch gears and uh, talk about the NBA playoffs, which haven't been—I mean—a little little excitement, but not I, as exciting as the NHL.
0: Little Can't little, Can't con- little confession is I haven't watched a full NBA playoff game yet this year.
1: I have not either. <laughs> I did see a little bit of the Pacers-Cleveland uh, game, that first game, but
0: yeah, it's just—you mean hockey's been on every day, and and I've been watching only hockey. I'll flip over on you know intermissions or commercial breaks to check out the score but i mean i mean no one in the east really you know gets me excited i guess I'm, i i think the only team out of the east that would give anybody in the west a one a run for their money is the is the raptors at this point unless embiid comes back and is you know healthy then i would say maybe the 76ers but i think right now it's it's either the rockets or the warriors who are going to win it all you know i don't see anybody else really putting up a fight
1: I agree. I think, I, mean, I think the match I'm looking forward to is between the, I mean, if OKC gets out of the first round and the Rockets, then they face off. But, I mean, like you said, out of the East, I mean, Pacers-Cleveland series, I guess, is pretty good. Philadelphia-Miami is okay. Um, it's a shame that Boston had you know, the two injuries to uh, yeah. I mean, uh, Gordon at the very first, first game of the year, and then now uh, Kyrie Irving, but Yep. So they're definitely not at full strength. It'd be interesting to see if they were at full strength, how far they could
0: go. But yeah, I think if if they had Kyrie and, and Gordon Hayward, I think that they're the favorite in the East, and and they could really give the Rockets or the Warriors, uh, you know, a run for their money. But uh, yeah, I mean the Celtics Bucks, that's just a boring series. I mean, two teams who you know Celtics don't have their two best guys. The Bucks, Eric Bledsoe sucks. Um, it's just a boring series there. I mean, it's just. Just going to be a boring playoffs until you get into like the semis and then really the finals. I mean, the, I feel like the the real championship is going to be when the Rockets and the Warriors face off. That's going to be the, that's going to be the real championship.
1: I agree. It's, it's it's hard to talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs and then just and then transition then, to the NBA <laughs> playoffs because there's no comparison. And then
0: switch gears to the NBA playoffs. It's like yeah, it's like going from so, chocolate to vanilla ice cream. It just doesn't do it for me. Th- there's no comparison. Bill. No but, comparison. No comparison. I mean. There's I mean I, I am a little bit intrigued with the Pelicans Big Ben because they got Anthony Davis and 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 Rondo's playing like his old days back with the Celtics and, and Even
1: Drew Holiday day,
0: I am you a little day. intrigued by them because I mean Anthony Davis can can carry a team and he's a freaking force down low I just I don't know especially if Curry comes back it's it's Warriors Rockets one of them's going to win it
1: I agree. I agree. I think that's all that needs to be said about the, uh, the NBA. And that's all I have I mean, to
0: say about that.
1: About that. Um, <laughs> last topic, Bones, on the agenda tonight is the NFL draft coming up next week. Okay. Schedules get announced tomorrow at 5. Uh, very exciting for the, the, uh, the season next year. But, Bones, let's talk Arizona Cardinals. Who do you think they are taking in the first round of 15? Whew. A lot of, lot of mixed uh, signals
0: here, I guess. Will well, they trade up? Will they trade down? Will they stay at fifteen? Man, your guess is as good as mine, Big Ben. But I, I'm super. I mean, we're one week away from the NFL draft, and it's. I'm I'm so excited. It's just like, it's you know, it's like Christmas almost. Especially when you know the Cardinals are gonna have to make moves. Hopefully, um, I'm hoping they don't trade down. People have been talking about the fact that they. They're actually looking to trade down now. Um, I actually hope that they either stay at 15 and take the best player available, or I wouldn't be opposed to kind trading up. You know, people are always scared about giving up picks and assets to move up for a player you know you know don't know if he's going to be good or bad in the NFL. But it's like at some point you got to take a risk, right?
1: I I agree. I, I just it's just, I don't I don't envy kind's position at all. I I personally I don't think the Cardinals trade up in the draft. Um, kind of like you were saying, I just I don't know. I feel like there's too much at stake, and you're gonna have to give up an arm and a leg. And kind of, I mean, kind of like you were saying, I do. Think, I I do think they have to pull the trigger at some point. But if that player you snag with your new pick turns out to be a dud, you will be crucified if that player doesn't turn out. Yeah, to
0: be I good. I like. I would be okay with them staying at 15 and grabbing a receiver like a, like a Calvin Ridley or, you know, people seem to think that DJ Moore is better than Calvin. Some people do and he's been shooting up people's draft boards, but I mean, you get, you got to find the heir apparent to Larry. And, uh, I mean, Calvin Ridley is a great player. Comes from a, a winning program. Um, wouldn't be opposed to them going, you know, Calvin Ridley there. And then maybe trading back in late first round to snag like a, if Lamar Jackson falls for some reason or snagging a early second round Kyle Laletta or Mason Rudolph, you know I wouldn't be opposed to that.
1: Yeah, I mean, so I did a little research, and the top three picks out of all the mock drafts that uh, SB Nation compiled has 28% to um, they draft Lamar Jackson at 15 if he's available, 23% Calvin Ridley, and 9% the offensive tackle from Notre Dame. I don't, even, I, I don't I don't want butcher's butcher's name to just go three for three on the night. But is
0: that is that like my, M- McGlinchey?
1: Ma- Mike McGlinchy. Is that <laughs> how it is?
0: I think that I think you I think you nailed it on the head there, Big Ben. All right,
1: all right. <laughs> just just not a sexy pick. I wouldn't. I mean, I think we're I think we're okay offensive line with Andre Smith and Justin Pugh. I just I don't think that's an an essential need right now. For
0: I mean, you can always get better at offensive line. So I feel like. O-line is always a need, but, like, I'm going to be greedy here with you, Big Ben, and I don't want to see them draft a fucking offensive lineman in the first round. Give me me a freaking position, you know, an offensive playmaker. Give me a quarterback or give me a receiver or give me nothing.
1: (laughs) I agree. I agree. agree. Um, So a lot of people are saying Mason Mason Rudolph in the second round, which, I mean, I wouldn't, I guess, be opposed to just at one point or another you have to – to make a plunge and you know draft a quarterback in the first round out trade up or
0: yeah I mean I don't know. like you, like you said if, I would be, if we walked away from the draft and we had Calvin Ridley and a Mason Rudolph or Calvin Ridley and Kyle Aletta or you know Calvin Ridley and uh, Lamar Jackson I would be more than satisfied with with that draft I agree. it's like you get your heir apparent to Larry you get a guy who you know, you, you never know. There's been plenty of second, third, fourth rounders who have turned out to be great players. Um, especially late, you know, late first rounder, early second rounders. You're kind of on that fringe. You end up being, especially from small schools like Kyle Lalletta. Like, a lot of people like him. I, I, from what I hear, the, what, the Patriots might go after him in the late first round. So, I wouldn't be surprised if they Kind of like a Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: I agree. I mean, if, well, it makes me nervous that there's so many teams ahead of us that need a quarterback. And then if we stay at fifteen, hoping that one of the quarterbacks you love falls to us, makes me nervous because I mean the Cleveland Browns need a quarterback, the Giants, the Jets,
0: the Broncos, um, the
1: Broncos might need a quarterback, the Buffalo the Bills, Bills might need a
0: quarterback. and the, the Bills traded in front of us. There's, the there's Bills. too many like mouths I'm, to feed, Big Ben, and there ain't enough spoons. You I know, know?
1: Like, and like you're saying, New England might trade up ahead of the the Cardinals. It just it makes me a little nervous. Yeah, but I, I looked on a mock draft from Yahoo Sports. Um, They have three quarterbacks going off the board with the top three picks, Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, and Josh Rosen. And they have Baker Mayfield going to the Dolphins, Lamar Jackson going to the Bills, and then the Cardinals drafting Calvin Ridley, which if those quarterbacks are taken, you have to draft. You can't draft a quarterback there because there's no
0: quarterback worth taking. Then then you're reaching big time. and, And, yeah, Calvin Ridley that, you know, if he's second prize, I'm totally happy with with second prize in that situation.
1: I agree. So it's, good. it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think. Are we doing a segment? We um, are. We're gonna. Draft?
0: Yeah, we're gonna invite Brother Ben on next week. Sort of uh, like one it. of our, our 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 blogger football expert bloggers. Maybe we'll get Lay Buckets in here. I don't know. Uh, I don't know that guy's schedule, but for sure we'll get Brother Ben on uh, uh, on the podcast, and he's a college you know quarterback and. He was a quarterback in college, uh, and and so he knows his his stuff. And and I think it would be good to get his uh, his take on everything, you know?
1: Get get some expert uh, draft analysis going.
0: Yeah, because, you know, two experts isn't enough. We need a third, right?
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree.
0: Three's company, Big Ben.
1: I know. Three's a party.
0: Two just never enough
1: bones uh i mean i think we covered all we need to cover today. i think
0: i think we covered it not much going on with the suns not much with the yotes uh d-backs hopefully they can just continue to stay hot and keep this train a rolling and uh uh can't wait for the draft next week big ben go predators well,
1: i'm excited
0: go preds go
1: s- i guess we will see you guys um when are we planning on doing the next one uh, win- or the draft segment
0: next wednesday We'll record the draft segment. We'll have it out no later than Thursday morning. That way, you guys can get all your, uh, you know, breaking draft news and knowledge from from Bones and Big Ben <laughs> leading up to the draft on Thursday. Because I know you'll be on pins and needles waiting to hear our mock uh, of the Cardinals picks. So <laughs> pins and needles. I like it, Bones. Hey, Bones, as always, it's been a pleasure. Hey, as always, Big Ben. I, I appreciate you coming on it and just doing what you do.
1: Of course, I I I, I can say the same about you.
0: Hey. Love you, big guy. All right, man. <laughs> Appreciate it, y'all. We'll catch you next week. Tune in for the Cardinals uh, pre-draft special, and hopefully we can get Brother Ben on there to spread a little bit of knowledge. Later, y'all. Peace.